This is a Rooster Teeth production. Uh, this show is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Uh, keep your f- private financial data secret and safe. Uh, use ExpressVPN. Get more information at expressvpn.com slash rooster. Learn all about VPN. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Received Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Blaine. I'm Brian. I'm Gus. No, I'm Gus. You're Jeff. Okay. This is, uh, okay, I got to be real careful how I phrase this. Okay. This is our last podcast ever in this location <laughs> right here. Ever. We're keeping the set. Forever. We're just moving, like, what do you say, like 50 feet that way? You, you might notice, it might look a little different when we come back, but it's going to be the same. We're going to be in a temporary spot for a couple oh, weeks. It's just not the same now that they're in that new location, guys. I mean. <laughs> so we're still doing the podcast at the same time every week. Yes. It's just going to physically be in a yeah, different Yeah, we're going to be in a temporary space for a couple weeks while all of this gets moved right over there. It literally like 200 feet? Something like that. Some th- yeah. Yeah, it's not far at all. And then... We're going to come back once it's all moved. I assume that's why I'm here, because I usually only get the invite to these when three or four or six people say no. And so I figured, like, everybody must be busy with a move or something, and I'm all that's left. <laughs> I thought I was that guy. I, I, no, I think, I I'm same. below you on the list, Blaine. I'm way below I, you on the list. No. I, I, I thought it would be cool if people were still moving shit while we were doing the podcast. Like, everyone was trying to, make, like, calm me down, like, don't worry. The movers won't be moving anything while they're doing the podcast. I was like, can we have them moving yeah. shit while we're doing yeah. the podcast? Like, grabbing shit and getting it out of here? Uh, they're like, no, no. I was like, all right. So to be clear, are we, next week, we will be in the new location? No, we'll be at a temporary spot. Oh, okay, okay, Until sorry. that gets set up. Cool. And how long will we be at a temporary spot? Optimistically, two <laughs> weeks. Okay. <laughs> okay. I heard a groan in the control room when I said that. <laughs> so that answers your question. But if we hadn't mentioned any of this, the uh, ideally the audience would have had no clue. Well, we would be in a temporary spot. And it's going to look different. Like, okay. you move lights, you move a set. Like, sure, sure. You can't make it look exactly the same. And yeah. there's people who notice who, like, I've seen in chat before, like, oh, the table's slightly off. Like, oh, right. yeah, they're right. Like, how do they, how do they see that? How, mm-hmm. do they, how do they know? Like, someone's going to notice it, so trying to get out ahead. Has anyone ever gotten butthurt over, like, they switched the couch? Uh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you remember when the rug was backwards? That was the whole thing. That rug that you're on? This one. This one? Yeah. Yep. The, that blank spot that's over there was out in the front for a while. And it was driving people crazy. There's, if you look, you can kind of see under Jeff, there's like a, it starts getting like a little oh, blank yeah, and sparse. Right yeah, that, w- that was out over here. And okay. people hated it. Well, yeah, it's like how you set up a chessboard. Like the, right, <laughs> yeah. the white square has to be on the right side. Yeah. And, you know, if it's not, it's, you can't play. Right. It's, it's, it's all fucked up. It's all wrong. You can't talk. You can't make jokes. Moving is weird. Like, yeah, they were telling us all last week, Patrick and broadcast was like, get your shit out. Like, get they're coming Monday. You're fired, Brian. Get your stuff out. <laughs> How many times do we have to tell you? Well, I was looking you around. Like, yeah, here. I, I've got like... <laughs> the no was gone away two years ago. We don't know why you're still here. I was like, I've got personal shit on the set that I need to get rid of that I'm afraid will get, like, damaged. Yeah. So it's like, I want... I guess, so there's some stuff I'm going to need to, like, take home for a couple of weeks. And then bring back once, like, I want, I don't trust anyone else to move. Right. So you, you like precious treasures. Yes. What are those? Well, I've got, like, behind me the, the Bill Gates autographed Xbox. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I've got. Where did that come from? 
Uh, I bought that at Child's Play. Microsoft. That with the first Child's Play you went the to? The second one, I second think. Second one, okay. I bought that, and I bought that Xbox Live sign over there, which I'm also going to take. I remember that, yeah. Uh, oh. it, it came with, like, that Xbox Letterman jacket that looks like all That was for, all your, uh, that was for your, your office decor at the Albanado, right? Albanado, yeah. yeah. Um, I've also got a Final Fantasy 15 book signed by the game director, uh, Tabata. Uh, okay. It's back there. Uh, I've got a uh, World of Warcraft Burning Crusade. That's signed by all the developers. I remember when probably you got worth that. a lot less in the last month. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just stuff like that. <laughs> I just got that. Uh, there's a drunk gamers mug right there. Ah, so yeah, little little stuff like that. You can't see the drunk gamers mug there. I it's saw. it's stressful. Though. Somebody said in the chat, moving is stressful. I'm stressed and I'm doing nothing for this move. <laughs> Somebody else, but it's still stressful to me. Like. I, every move I've ever had sucked, Dude, and so even secondhand, it's stressful. I know stressful. it's like we're in a weird spot because there's been like work from home for so long. Do you have physically have a desk somewhere here right now? Um, I think, yes. In the <laughs> new place, I don't know okay. because I, yeah, I've been working from home like straight. I mean, I've only come in for stuff like this. Yeah, I, I used to have, I think my desk went away about a year ago. <laughs> And every now and then I'll find a box that came from my desk, like, oh, sweet, I was looking for something. And then, like, I'll look through it, like, oh, yeah, here, here's this one thing I was looking like, here's this hard drive dock I've been looking for. And then, like, the box disappears. They're all, like, over there somewhere. Now I have no idea where any of that stuff's going to be. Yeah. I won't say when it was so that I, people can't figure out who it is, but I had a move once, and uh, my the person I was dating at the time, we got into a fight over something that she found in my, my stuff. And she was like, you can move on your own. And she left, and I was moving my entire, all my shit. Was it condoms, and y'all had, like, gone the IUD route, so no. she knew something was up? <laughs> no, like, no. Was it pictures of Chris? No, uh, no comment. No, no, it was uh, it was something from my past. Nothing, like, weird or sexual. It was just a thing. And then um, it upset her, and she, uh, she left. And then I ended up, like, loading up a U-Haul truck all on my own. Just fucking cussing under my breath the whole time, just like I fucking hate it. It was a Bob Dole for president bumper sticker, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was alive for that. Dole ninety six. It's a little before my time. A really early Alex Jones video <laughs> like, from the nineties. Yeah. Was he ever like? How long has he been in Austin? Um, oh. He was on public access when I was at YouTube. Was he yeah. ever Early like, ah, Alex yeah. Jones, yeah. like, wacky guy, or has he always no. just been a it was, fucking it was wacky guy? We used to, Jeff and I used to watch public access together mm -hmm. back in the late 90s. Channel like, 16, 15, was that? Yeah. Huh? Fif channel 15, yep. 16, I don't yeah. I don't remember what it was. But yeah, I mean, like, back then it was like, it was like a joke. Like, no one, like, back then no one took him seriously. Like, oh, that weirdo guy, you yeah. know, only it in was, Austin. I keep Austin weird. And then it very quickly yeah. became... Oh shit! This is a real problem. Yeah. He was looked at like Leslie. Yeah, like just sort of, you know. He was one of our colorful characters. Like there was like, it was almost a must see TV block on Friday nights, mm -hmm. where it was a show called The Old Biddy Show, which was this this dude dressed up like an old lady and was weird. And there was Alex Jones. There was the show with no name. Yep. And then there was some other. I can't remember what the other one was. That there was, was at um, the end. um Raw Time. Maybe that was it. Yeah. And we would just watch, we would just go over to Gus's house and drink beer and just watch public yeah. access every yeah. Friday night. Yeah. It was it, like, it's, it's weird to look back and think about. It's like, yeah, what are you doing? Oh, we're going to we're gonna buy a bunch of beer and sit around and watch public access And dare each other to call in and not call in. We, oh, yeah. we would call in. We would prank him because we had uh, one of my, <laughs> I won't get into our methods, but it involved clone Nokia cell phones. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they couldn't trace him. So I got through one time and said I was from the FBI and we had snipers pointed at him. <laughs> and he hung up, he was mad, you know, and it got around to the other public access shows that this had happened. So it was it was a blast. Was this uh I guess they had like VHS. Did you record that? Or oh yeah. Do you think there's any hit record? My friend has it somewhere because That's we, like, you know, when you're done with your finals, but like you don't like. I think we were waiting on our ride home, so we had like five days of mm. nothing. So we just pranked public access <laughs> shows for like five. It was the most fun I've ever had. What I think you were on a pub. No. Okay, sorry. I don't want to sound like a close. What? What? what Austin the CW. Is that on ATX Uncensored? Ish, yeah. Was that on? Okay, okay. Yeah. It that... was on. It was on the CW, and then it aired after Saturday Night Live oh, on nice. uh, KXAM. Yep. That's, that's how, did, how did a show like that happen? Um, they sort of wanted to do a comedy show. They they wanted to do some sort of late night daily show, but like okay. local was the idea. But they didn't really know anything beyond that, so they just started looking at stand ups. And I got an email, and I was like, "Fuck yeah." I'll, I'll try. That's awesome. It didn't, yeah, I mean, we lasted nine months before they were like, this was a terrible mistake, <laughs> but, like, we could kind of do whatever, what? because no one really sort of knew what, Yeah, I, I, I watched it, it was before I knew you, I remember watching it on TV, and, uh, like, wondering, like, it's a great idea, but seems handcuffed by dealing with, like, a local station and yes. local format, so, like, every time I was watching, I was like, I can tell that they really want to go in a different direction with this, and they want to do other things, but I feel like... They're being like held down or stifled creatively. And our, our time slot, well, the after Saturday Night Live at one o'clock was great because that would, at least you're getting SNL. Our normal weekday spot was 15 minutes. Well, it was cool. like at 5:45 or something, and like no one saw it. Because yeah. like, why would you? Yeah, but it was fun. That, uh, we were reminiscing with Barbara because that was how we met you. We were doing that connected doc, and then you came and interviewed us. And we had done, like, we went to, like, a news station and, like, had talked to a couple of people about it because, like, people are like, oh, that's a cool concept. And we didn't know who the fuck you were. You came in and you just started grilling us. And I was like, <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? And, uh, yeah, that's how we met you. I remember trying to show off, too, because I was tr – I th the idea was just that I would make fun of you, obviously. Yes, and then yeah. I remember trying to big-time you because I thought I had, like, 20,000 followers on Twitter. And I was, like, <laughs> showing you, like, showing off. And then I got back and looked y'all up on Twitter, and it's like y'all had, like, a bazillion – I felt like the biggest ass. Well, I, I felt like that was a running gag on that ATX Uncensored. Everyone kept, like – like, oh, yeah, you're Twitter famous, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, like, the, the ongoing thing. Yep. Yep. I remember that. Oh, this is a. Uh, I see in chat someone said that they like the old man podcasts that deal with very specific <laughs> Austin topics. I was gonna say when you know that when I'm like the spicy young one, you know that there's <laughs> there's a fucking problem, dude. I just last week to Hannah pitched the old guys podcast again. That just like me and you talk about Austin, yeah, and bring in other people like Brian, people that have been around for a long time. Bring in guests from that are all the fucking f socialites that are moving to Austin all of a sudden. Yeah. I saw on the Austin subreddit the other day, it's a great idea, uh, but uh, one of the things, like, for an example of something that we could talk about, I saw on the Austin subreddit a few days ago, someone was like, did you know there used to be trolleys that ran downtown called the Dillo, and they were free, and you could ride them everywhere? It's like, well, yeah. Rooster Teeth used to take them to lunch every day. Yeah, it's like, I remember it was like, they would go up and down 6th Street, right by where our office was, it's like, you'd start walking in one direction, and it was like, if it was too far, you'd be like looking over your shoulder constantly yeah. for yeah, what a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool, up. I'm going to hop on this. It's going to take me a few blocks down and drop me off. That's how you'd eat lunch on South Congress or yeah. over at Now's. Yeah. yeah, it's like super, super quick. They got rid of, yeah, they got rid of that in 2009. There's a, I saw the other day, uh, a Dillo 
parked on the side. I think maybe on South Congress in like a parking lot, and it was like a little pop up store. Somebody was using. Well, I thought it was a really oh, cool like a way food to. Truck kind of thing, it wasn't a food truck. A truck. I think it was like a shoe store, maybe huh. or like a sunglasses store. But yeah, it was just a straight up Dillo. Huh. They had repurposed. I, I thought that was neat. when you say that Dillo. Huh? <laughs> it's a one D off from yeah, the end of the giant else. dillo on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> Although you say that, I saw in the Austin subreddit the other day. Someone was like, ah, "There's this exotic plant that I found. Anybody recognize it?" And you click on the picture, and it's just—it's a fucking strap-on dildo, like huge, just out on Sixth Street or something. I, I saw found that. so many sex toys laying around the city of Austin. There was one on Fifty First, like not too long ago. Like we we're just driving by, giant black dildo just out in the street. So it's interesting. Right. Interesting that you chose to mention the color. I just see dildos. I don't see yeah, colors. I don't know what. I'm just showing I have a good memory. It's going to be one of those. It's going to be one of those tests. Like it was really green, but in your mind, I'm just going to be like awake at night. Like, what color is this dildo? That subreddit fucking sucks, by the way. The Austin subreddit? Yeah, speaking of the show, like a week when we were, sorry, and this is the last, uh, I'll (laughs) shut up about a show no one watched. I watched it. A week into the show, the top, I I log onto that subreddit, it said ATX Uncensored is the worst show I've (laughs) ever seen, and it's just upvoted to the fucking moon. Negativity, like hot takes are always popular yeah have you gone to the research piece of written one <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i tried to web uh word search my name once no results and that was the last time <laughs> i go there and then if, if i'm really thinking about getting therapy that's the one thing that'll like put me over the edge and be like yeah i should get it because um yeah rough but stuff. The, the austin subreddit at least is active it's a. Very, it can be very yeah. hostile. Yes. But uh, it's an incredibly active server, like, yeah. especially when you compare it to like other cities or. Yes. I don't know what it is about Austin that makes the the subreddit so. Uh, like I don't know, so popular? Volatile? Yeah, I don't know. There's always it's, something going on. Computer is very popular. <laughs> oh, the Silicon <laughs> Hills. I feel like because it's, it's it's I mean it's Austin, so it's like this perfect mix of like really liberal left leaning folks, and then you're in the middle of fucking Texas, so you get like. Those kinds of folks as well. So a lot of libertarians on on the Austin subreddit. Yeah, yeah. But um, there's there's there's, there's all there's always something great. There was that guy a couple of months ago. Who was that? Like a month and a half, two months ago, who was looking for solicited women. <laughs> I think I said that to you. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was like solicited women. It was a dude from like another country. And you could tell like it, English wasn't his first language, and he was asking for. It was like the most roundabout way for asking for prostitutes. Okay, here. Oh. It's, was it Jim? that dude Romeo something? Romeo yeah. Rose? No, yeah. Gus got there very it, quickly. By the way, <laughs> I, I, I typed "solicited women Austin subreddit" and it came right up. We just had to click his name and pass posts. Say <laughs> <laughs> my history. It's so easy to get to. Hi, I am thirty-two European white beautiful male. Beautiful. What places I should try in Austin, and what times where females are expecting to find solicited males? Solicited means women expect to see men in those places, and no unsolicited stuff is going to happen. Do not offer dummy apps. I am not a fan of that. I want to see women in real. No fake women, please. No headache, please. Thank you. Hmm. What if you got his, his wish came true? Yeah. But like, I am people, not people, a bot. People tried to figure out what he was asking, and like he he seen it's he just replied in ways that were infuriating. And like someone asked, solicited or unsolicited, and he replied, places where women are looking for men. Do you? Like, just, Do you it's, think it's a legitimate post? I don't know. Oh, well, this person has a bunch of other, or person in quotes, air quotes, has a bunch of other posts. Is his name Mahir? 
<laughs> I'm imagining Chris is making these same posts in like broken yeah. Greek out in like Greece, wherever he is, Mike Mykonos or whatever that place is called. Mykonos. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if he was at Mykonos making those posts on the Austin subreddit <laughs> in English. <laughs> there, oh, and then there's an old great one. I've sent this one to Eric forever. I don't remember when this was. Years, a couple years ago, yeah. there was a post on the Austin subreddit. Someone, the topic was, "I want to hire a woman to show me her breasts. Is this legal?" And then the, content, the, the, the text is, I want to find a woman with large natural breasts and pay her to show them to me. I've never seen big ones in person. I'm literally just looking to cross this off my bucket list and call it good. Is this legal in the city of Austin? I hate the concept of strip clubs, so that's not an option. Just go it's hang like, there's out. A, there's a whole industry. There's a whole business where you can go to do this. Yeah. And he's like, that's not, not, not that. He hates no, the concept, but he also loves it in a way. Like, he's got, also for the concept. I'm not a dirtbag, but, you right. know. There's, like, places. I was about to list off places he could go and see boobs in public, but then I'm like, I shouldn't send him to those places. He shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah. The people that are there with their boobs out don't want him there. Yeah. No. Uh, there's parks. There's burlesque. There's That guy can go any number of places. There's tons of options. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, I saw Freddie Wong posted about this on Twitter the other day. It's like... When you're using the internet, it's easy to imagine the other the people on the other side of the screen are similar to you. Like they have the same background or more or less the same as you. But in reality, it's like everyone's so disparate. You have no idea. Like so much can get lost in context when you're make, like making assumptions based on the way you think versus the way that they're trying to communicate. And it's like, it's just so wild. I wish there was a way to like get more information. That way you knew who you were talking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until like people start posting pictures or something, and then you're like, oh, wait, yeah, everybody's really different. It's yeah. not just, you know. Yeah, like, oh, this person's a kid. Right. Or, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> or, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, just, it's just wild to me. And I think for it took me a long time to, to realize that not everyone is like that. I think probably not until we got old. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, now everyone's a lot younger than us on yes. the internet. You, just, you think you're talking to a reflection of you on the other side, right. like a person yeah. your age of similar. Yeah, it's not the case. Mm. Not at all. I had, to, I had to stop. Like, I had to go back to lurking on sports forums on Reddit because you get into arguments about the Celtics, and then, you're, then you find out, like, oh, this dude is 14. <laughs> he doesn't know who Larry Bird is. Or, you know, he, he never like, – Dennis Johnson was dead before he was out of diapers. So how would he – yeah, why am I arguing with this guy? This is so stupid. Yeah, yeah. right. That so, happened to me on Twitter. Somebody came for me, and I was just ready to just, like, let him have it. And somebody responded, like, that, that, that guy's a 16-year-old kid. Yeah. Like, he's legendary for doing – and part of me is like, well, fuck him anyway. I'm going to go after – but I was like, no, cooler heads prevailed. Yeah. But, yeah. I, uh, speaking of Twitter, I sent Brian uh, a screenshot from Twitter the other day. <laughs> so I can find it here. Uh, I thought this was right up Brian's sense of humor. Um, someone, someone pulled a D's nuts joke on the Taliban on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they asked them, what will happen to DN under Taliban rule? And then they replied, what do you mean by DN? And they just replied, D's nuts, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Which is more progress than we we made against the Taliban in twenty years. Uh, Some kid deep nutsing them on Twitter. Like, you know what? You got us. Y'all can have an extra month. To that, is the, that is the prompt translator. for a South Park episode where the, the <laughs> Taliban invades South Park to find Cartman. You know? Yeah. Then a bunch of people followed up asking about the the Ligma situation. Which is like, the, the, of course, the natural progression <laughs> of the <Got> joke. <laughs> Those jokes, like, I made a D's Nuts joke and somebody goes, Those were around when you were a kid? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Yes. There was a D's nuts joke on Dr. Dre's The Chronic in 1992. Oh, yeah. Like there I don't that's my first memory of them, but yeah, those jokes have survived forever. Yeah. Oh my god. This episode of Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by HBO Max. HBO Max isn't your mother's streaming platform. It bundles all of HBO together with even more of your favorite movies, iconic shows, and new Max originals. You stream from all your devices and download titles to watch on the go. HBO Max is also where heroes go to stream, literally. It has an expensive selection of superhero content to feed your fandom. HBO Max is the U.S. home for all of my favorite DC content. It's got Wonder Woman, Justice League, Stargirl, Batwoman, uh, HBO Shazam, Suicide Squad, list goes on and on. Uh, plus, with exclusive content you can't watch anywhere else, HBO Max really is saving the day. Uh, I've, been, I've talked about it before. I'm super excited. I've loved Doom Patrol. they got a new season coming out real soon, just a couple of weeks. You should check it out. There's two seasons you can already watch on HBO Max. There's a new one coming out soon. Get caught up. Be ready for when the new season drops. Uh, check out some of the best superhero content and more only on HBO Max. Sign up now by going to hbom.ax slash rtpa or by clicking on the link below to get in on the action. Yeah, um... I, I had a God, I had this problem the other day in a totally different direction. Um, I've, I, I'm still I'm an old man. You all are old men. Uh, I still watch TV, oh, so fuck. I've got like a cable box. Do you do you even, do you have a cable box? Can you watch TV at your house, Blaine? Uh, no, I refuse. I stopped I stopped watching like cable TV because I can't stand fucking commercials. So I stopped in those. Well, don't fuck them then. What's up? What? I, I don't want to I don't want to sidetrack this, but I have a question. Do you have a problem with commercials? Like television commercials? Yeah. No. Do you? Well, I, I don't, but it's funny. Like, my kids only watch on-demand stuff, and they so, don't know yeah. what the fuck they want for their birthdays or Christmas. It's like, and don't it, you want Transformers? Like, I, knew, I had, had a million yeah. things. Commercials they are definitely how kid, how they, how they we trick kids into wanting shit. Yes. Um, I have I think it's an age thing. I have zero problem with commercials. I never have. I just pull my phone out. Like, if, if, if I can't fast forward, it's like, I'll just pull my phone out, use my phone yeah, for a bit or whatever. Or, like, I'll mute fair, it and talk yeah, to Emily. I decided or... that I didn't like them before streaming was a thing. Like, I've just... Uh, because oh, that's okay. I have, yeah, like, a weird relationship with television and people in my family. It's just, like, kind of an addition. I'm just like, I don't fucking like TV. I just I just think it's a generational thing in... in like, I think the people that grew up accepting and understanding yeah. that commercials were just a part of like it's it's how we pay for the shit that we watch yeah mm-hmm. but it's the trade-off it, it, it was always the trade-off growing up and then now we live in a wonderful society where you can buy an ad blocker and you never have to see commercials again <laughs> and then companies like Rooster go out of business for that thanks uh well, also i mean there, there, there's also other solutions right like what is it what is it hulu and uh i think hbo also have like or hbo max have different tiers of um uh, like subscription, where yeah, you can have no, like commercials like, or no commercials. For sure, like I pay for the, I pay for the special version of Paramount Plus, so I can watch Survivor without commercials. But I subscribe to Paramount Plus just for air crash investigations. Or just I do just for Survivor. That's the only reason I have Paramount Plus, dude. And by the way, do you like that? That is a clunky app, man. I heard it's yeah. shit. I'm not crazy about they, it. They ju- like for the longest time you could not pin a show. Yeah. So it's like if you wanted to watch a show. If it wasn't on the front page, you had to search, search for it. Every time. Yeah. Like, you couldn't put, like, plus, that way it's on your screen. Because, like, all I watch is that one show. It's like, I don't give a fuck about the real world reunion or whatever else they Anything got. else. Unless there, Puck yeah. is back. And then I am <laughs> all, all in. Are off. How have they not, like, I love how they still haven't figured out how to make a good streaming app yet. Nobody. No. Just I mean, copy-paste sort of, everybody else's. Yeah, just, but copy, like, Netflix, I would assume. Like, they've been in the game for, I don't, but nobody... 
I'll, I'll try to find. Just give me a. What were you just watching? Just put that up first. Mm. That's what I. Whatever the yeah. series yeah. is. Yeah. And then like below that, things that you've added to your queue or your. Yeah. Whatever. That should be the first thing, and then show me whatever you know, Suicide Squad, whatever is is coming. But yeah, I don't. The only my only thing with commercials, I got used to them in the span of like a normal 30 minute show mm-hmm. or, a, or an hour long show. The only time I didn't like them was during like a football game or yeah. Yeah, where yeah, they yeah. felt like crazy well, intrusive. Yeah. Like I, every now and then I, I, I feel weird anytime I do this, but sometimes like I won't watch a football game live. I'll record it. Then just like watch it back, skipping all the commercials yeah. or like all the downtime between plays. Like, man, this is super fast. I just finished a football game in like an hour. <laughs> like, or not even. It's like, I finished a oh, football like game in half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. If you watch the snaps, the football game take you like 18 minutes. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. wow, this is great. <laughs> Dude, I went to a, an Austin FC game this weekend and I didn't realize like when you're live, sports fly. Like you're having fun. <laughs> yeah. But like when you're yeah. watching it at home, it feels like. An entire evening of your life just gone. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. It's also interesting how some sports are better in person and some, I think, are better on TV. Like, football's definitely better on TV oh, than going to an yeah. NFL game. Yeah. It is the worst. But soccer's great. Soccer's fucking great. Baseball's great in person. Way baseball. better in person. I cannot watch baseball on TV, but going in person, yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 It's way more exciting. and the, But, yeah, it's it's just background noise mm-hmm. on a TV. I've always had a kind of a rule against watching sports on television. Like, even Super Bowl, like, I've always just gone to the gym because there's something so wrong to me about watching these, like, awesome athletes doing their crazy shit and then you're just like sitting on the couch just like watching it happen you know like if i if i'm in there at the stadium like yeah this is cool you know i'm like cheering for it or if i'm playing it then that's fine but like just watching it just bums me out what about video games yeah, by that logic, nobody should be watching this. Everybody, right now, stop should watching podcast. the podcast. No, you're watching and go go to a comedy club. You're I guess four old dudes sit on the couch taking improv class. You, it's like you're hanging out with us, but you're you know I don't know. Maybe you could listen. You could watch sports while you go for a run. I like watching them. I like watching them and not doing it. I like criticizing the athletes. Uh, I like doing all that. 100%. I like criticizing the Olympians, all that. And I can't like walk up three flights of stairs and not you, get winded. You should go I to, love criticizing. Go to a sports event with Eric Badur sometime. Yeah. And you will, I don't know if you're like no. prone to cringing, but yeah. it's, he, he, you, all eyes on the stadium will be on you. Just is by, he a yeller? He is, he is like just fucking burning every single athlete that is on the field. And yes. you're just like, everybody hates me. Like everybody, like this fucking guy, they, they hate this guy. And it's, yeah. it's, it's real cool. I, I'm, I'm that guy too. We were watching the <laughs> NBA finals. It was one where the Houston Rockets were in the finals and I wouldn't stop making fun of the Rockets. And finally, <laughs> a, 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 other guys, like one guy just got, he's like, I'm sorry guys, I got to go watch this in another room. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Left. We, we, years ago when UT was playing <laughs> Alabama, <laughs> was it the national championship? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bernie rented out a, a screen at the draft house for all of us to watch it. And guess who the asshole is that showed up rooting for Alabama? Uh, <laughs> I to- Listen, I told him before the game, don't invite me if you don't want me to come and root for my fucking team. I'm sorry I'm from Alabama. I, maybe I shouldn't go. And he's like, no, 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 it'll be fine. There'll be other Alabama fans there. There weren't. It was 199 <laughs> Texas oh, fans damn. and me. And Colt McCoy goes down in the first 30 seconds because we <laughs> blew on him too hard or something. And then that was the whole night was a miserable. And it was just was me just... going like this in the seat. <laughs> Everyone was so fucking mad. 
And Jeff was the only one there. One you, overjoyed person. You, you and kept cheering. Yeah. Don't, don't act like you were slinking down. Well, what? You I'm like, not, like you're, you're, the way you just told the story, you said you were like this. I was like that you, until something happened. You were wooing and so, <laughs> clapping and standing up and cheering. You gotta support my team, baby. <laughs> yeah, so don't it's act, a national championship. Don't act like you were just I was doing down. that too, but then something would happen and I'd be like, another touchdown. <laughs> yeah. But then I'd be like, oh, right, you guys hate me. That was the weirdest injury. Colt McCoy, like, just decided to peace out. Yeah. yeah. Like, he got hit in the side and, like, uh, he was like, this like, is my career. Sorry. Yeah. That felt like the Black Sox scandal or something. Like, <laughs> who got to you, dude? Who got to you? Because we were doing great for those 30 seconds. He was no shoeless Judge Jackson. Have yeah. you been to a UT game, like, in a while? or It's been a few years since I've been to one. That, that is the most toxic fan base I've ever come across. Because, like, if they start losing, like, halftime, either they're fucking gone or they're booing their own team. Yeah. It yeah. is a weird Very experience. fair weather. Because we live in Austin. There's too much other stuff to do. Like, we're, we're, uh, not gonna, we're not going to I've never been to a UT game. It's of any kind. I got a season passes in my junior year of college because like, yeah, I ought to, and I was just like, "Don't go to the fucking playoffs. I want to. No. I want to be done with this shit." <laughs> I went to you know I went to school uh, down in Houston at Rice, and Rice at the oh. time I went the undergraduate it's, it's population okay. was for like two thousand, <laughs> but the stadium they built for uh, the, for some reason they built like a sixty thousand person stadium for and, Rice. Yeah, <laughs> they had a Super Bowl there. Uh, God damn, and it's like. The under, like I said, the undergrad population is like 2,000, and the football team sucks. So it's like, it's like it was like playing, it was like watching a game during COVID times because it was like an empty stadium <laughs> with like 40 people in it watching Rice lose to Tulsa or some shit, you know, the Golden Hurricanes. Who sold it to it? Was it Lyle Landley, the monorail yeah, no guy from The Simpsons, you know, like sold them that stadium? When JFK gave his, you know, we go to the moon speech, that was at Rice Stadium. Oh, yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, because he needed to talk to the people who were actually going to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. God, I, I've known, like, more than one comic who went to Rice and, like, got a degree and they gave it up to do stand-up. It's like, maybe you might want to think about ri that Rice degree again. <laughs> I guess I can fall back on my rice education. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll be an engineer or something. Hey, uh, how did flying go? It was good. I uh, I, I, I took a, an introductory flight the other day on Friday. Uh, it was it was it was fun. Uh, I was I was supposed to go early in the morning, but I got a call from the instructor. He's like, "Hey, uh, we need a delay. Can you push a little later in the day? There's clouds out." And I was like, "We we can't fly because of clouds." He's like, "Yeah." Um, you know, you can't fly through the clouds since, you know, you're not actually a rated pilot or anything. So we have to wait till the clouds go away. It's like, oh, well, I guess that makes sense. What mm. was the impetus to do this? Was it just curiosity? Was it for a bit for work? I want to take it... flight. I want to take, I want to get a pilot's license. Okay. And Didn't, uh, wasn't this a thing Bernie said he was going to do for he years? He said he was. Then he said, like, insurance wouldn't cover him. But I think he just got bored with it. <laughs> I always wondered that, too, because I was like, if Gus goes through and gets a pilot license, then I'll know Bernie was full of shit. <laughs> but if you don't, then I guess he wasn't. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's been no problem so far. Maybe I should ask my insurance people to make sure it's okay. But uh, it was fine. Like, it, it, the whole process took about two hours. But mm. really flying, you're only flying for like 30 or 40 minutes. It's like a whole bunch of like checks and making sure everything's okay and paperwork and did, shit like that. Do you have like homework before? Or no. did they just like, you like show up, they get you up there and they're walking you yeah, through? I, then... I showed up. The guy like took my, you have to have a passport for like TSA okay. purposes or whatever. He like fills out some paperwork. He's like, all right, let's go get the plane. And you just like walk out, and he's like, "All right." Um, and then he like we would do a walk around. He's like, "Just look, make sure everything's okay." All right, get in. Here, push that thing. Turn these lights on. That's how you fly. Go. Is, is it like a Hertz lot? Do you get to pick your plane? No, it's assigned ahead of time. I think they have it like booked out. Okay. So it's like, it, it's um, 
already knew which one was going to take. It's like a little single engine Cessna. Uh, Cessna. Hell but it's cool. No. It's like, Hell no. They, they, gave, they gave me the option. They're like, you can either take off from a private airport out uh, like off of 130 or take off from Austin Bergstrom. I was like, we've got to do Austin Bergstrom. <laughs> and, did, uh, did you take off? Um, I taxied to the runway. Was that so scary? Yes, because I was terrible at it. Oh, like fuck. I could I could barely stay on the taxiway. The guy was constantly having to correct <laughs> the plane. He's like, use a real light touch with it. I was is like, it like, like driver Zed? Is he sitting there with like real brakes? Well, he's got the... he, you know, he's also got controls. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like he's like he's like, don't worry about it. He's like, just do whatever. He's like, if I see you're doing anything bad, like I'll just step in and make make small corrections. Do you think the control the batteries were in your Xbox controller? <laughs> 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 At any point, I'm like the kid brother. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we took off from Austin Bergstrom, flew out, did a couple circles around downtown, flew out over Lake Austin. Or How close to downtown were you? Uh, I mean, right over it. Like you went he over buildings, yeah, 2,500 <laughs> feet over downtown. Like, so you have to be a thousand feet above the, the tallest building. Okay, which is thirteen hundred sixty square feet. So it's twenty three sixty. So then you just round up to twenty five. That's why you so you're about twenty five hundred feet. Yes, is that's that where you, exactly why you need a passport? Is that why you stayed about? You stayed about twenty five hundred. Yeah, okay. about twenty five hundred. At one point, we encountered another plane that was in a similar position we were. So we climbed to three thousand, just to like create some separation. Um, did you see any UAPs? No, I did not. Okay. Um, the coffee breaks asking what model. It was a Cessna 172R. This is um, your first time flying. Yeah, and, and, and they, they, were, they he would like eighty percent of the flight was me like manipulating the controls. He, like he, he, the instructor, he was like, I'll take. He was like, I'll take care of the throttle. That was just like one less thing yeah. for you to worry about. He's like, just fly around. Like we were like flying. He's like, you see that water tower way off in the distance? Just fly straight towards that. Like okay, and you're, you're, you're like able to go. Like, yeah. And he's like, oh, that other plane was near us? He's like, ah, just climb up to 3,000 feet. Here, let me give you a little more power on the throttle. So he let you actually, like, you know, climb and dip and all sorts yeah. of things. How intuitive is that? I played a lot of Flight Simulator. So, I mean, that part's intuitive. But it, 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 I will say it was it was bad that I played a lot of Flight Simulator. Okay. Because... I played, I played a few rounds of Flight Simulator, <laughs> so... Yeah. I'm kind of a pilot already. Well, uh, what I realized <laughs> is that there's no resistance or feedback when you play, like, Flight Simulator. So the only way you can gauge what you're doing is by looking at the instruments. Mm -hmm. But when you're like actually in the plane, there's like you have to move it. It takes you know physical power, and uh, so that's why you're fucking up taxing because you're just like. Eee! Well, no, I was like, like I was giving too much input. You yeah. know, it's like it, it really have to be you used gentle to with it, feedback. right? So uh, I, I felt like that was it was bad for that. Like I kept wanting to look at the instruments when I should have been looking out and looking mm. around more. I was so fucking stoked for Gus to go, and I asked for his flight number. Or no, you gave me your flight number, and then it ended up your flight number changed. And I was telling Eric about this. So I was like, yeah, like I went on an app. I found flights that were taking off from Austin Bergstrom. I found his time. I found he was from Austin Bergstrom. Uh, you know, and I was following this flight, and I was like at the vet for my dog, and I was just watching this plane. I was like, there he goes. Oh, Gus is doing his circle. Gus is doing. Oh, that's great. As soon as he landed, I didn't want to text him mid-flight. As soon as he landed, I was like, hey man, I took screenshots. You did a great job. He's like, thanks. That was my flight. <laughs> I didn't know whether to tell you or not. You sent that. And I was like, bro, it was like an hour and a half that I was like. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's always climbing altitude now. Oh, a barrel roll on his first day. <laughs> I, was telling, I was telling Eric it would have been a great setup, like, well, I mean, this has been bad, but if that flight had crashed, I would have been convinced, oh, Gus is dead. <laughs> You'd have been calling people, I don't want to be the one to tell you this, <laughs> but Gus is fucking dead. You just wanted to be the first one to know. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to be one of those bad news people. Well, I'm inheriting but, his, his Tesla, so. Yeah. But it's like, oh, a, to do it, it's only, it's only like 150 bucks, which I know is like, it's not super cheap, but it's not like. But that's so crazy. mega that's, yeah. Dude, flight? that's less than I pay to jet ski. Really? Yeah, I pay two hundred bucks an hour to jet ski or sorry, hundred bucks an hour. So two hundred bucks for two hours. Yeah. Like rent? Well, yeah. yeah. 
So if you're if you if you're ever thinking about it, just just do like they call it introductory flight. Just go fucking do it. So what's next for you? Uh, so I enrolled to start taking uh, private pilot lessons, but there's a little bit of a waiting list. I have to wait to get assigned an instructor. Mm-hmm. So they said it could be a couple of weeks before I get an instructor assigned and actually begin in earnest. You need to start talking to Bernie's insurance now. <laughs> Got my own insurance. <laughs> those planes scare these. Those little single engines. I'm just like I, I just assume the way. So that uh, well, every well, time when I first took when I first took off, like the first two or three minutes, it was like absolute terror. Yeah, because it's like oh shit. There's wind. Like, you can feel yeah. like you're, like, moving around. Because, like, in a big plane, like, when you're flying, like, southwest or whatever, it's like, yeah, right. whatever. It's it's pretty smooth. This is like, oh, no, there's a breeze out, and it's pushing us. <laughs> so this is the start of a journey for you, it sounds like. Maybe. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to I'm excited to about fly that. a little more. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah it, was, it, was, it, was, it was really so much fun. And, That's awesome. Uh, now on Black Box, you're going to be able to say, like, oh, I'm a pilot. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> Not a commercial aviation. You speak from a position of, uh, of experience and authority. Now. Having yeah. spent 30 minutes uh, <laughs> piloting a Cessna with oh, someone no, like, else managing the throttle. You know, next year or something <laughs> when you might have a driver's permit. I don't know what they call it. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know how long it'll take. I'll... So we'll see. Once I get the instructor, we'll yeah, see how long it'll take. To you can be get the like license. people who studied abroad, you know, weighing <laughs> in on Brexit. Like, <laughs> I was in London for a semester. Here's the thing you need to know about shipping channels. <laughs> uh, I flew over the Suez Canal. <laughs> I looked out. I saw it. Uh, how long does it take to get your pilot's license? Like, if you want to go for it, they like, said it's up to how fast you can study and take the the test. Gotcha. How fast you can pass, like different exams and, yeah. uh, and whatnot. Uh, I've heard of people doing it like within a couple months. Uh, oh, some wow. people, it takes like a year. And this two. is, yeah. th- but that's a certain level of license, right? Like, yeah, know. it's like this private pilot. Like you can't okay. charge people to like give them rides or anything. You got to go to some sort of a school to learn There's how to like fly There's like different tiers. 737. Yeah. Then you got to right. like rent an airplane or if you buy one, aren't they like the price of like a luxury They're car? They're fucking expensive. Like a nice car? What do you think a luxury car costs? <sighs> I'm fucking broke, so... Well, we're not we're not spending your money. We're just seventy <laughs> grand, eight eighty. I don't fucking know. So I looked online. The I drive a ninety-five Jeep. That's like I am surprised it's still going. The uh, the the plane that I flew was a single-engine Cessna. Okay. It was built in nineteen ninety-eight. Okay. I looked online to find comparable. I was curious, like you, for like, insurance purposes. <laughs> I was like, what's a comparable plane? If I was to buy something comparable to that, how much would I pay? Uh, it was about one hundred and thirty to one hundred and forty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. buying. That's uh, like five jet skis. Dude. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> and that's buying, not something you want to skimp on, right? I that's also a ninety-eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you want like a brand new one off the factory, like never been flown, it's like four hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Good guy. For a single engine, like that's like a luxury propeller house. Cessna. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, they're they're fucking expensive. So rent. Okay, got it. <laughs> Rent. Well, then, because then once you, if you buy, then you got to store it. And I'm assuming right. you can't just fucking park it in your garage. You got to, you like, got to, like, probably rent a hangar. You yeah. got to, you got to, yeah. like, pay someone for maintenance. It's like, you don't want to skip on your oil change or you gotta buy your own gas. Right. right. That's just not cheap. Stock yeah. parachutes on the regular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's fucking expensive. That's cool. Well, good for you, man. Yeah. Proud of you. It's fun. I, I said, I'm, I'm telling everyone, if you're at all curious, everyone should try it. If you got 150 bucks. Mm. This episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Have you ever left the bathroom door open when you go do your business in a public bathroom? No, of course not. You're not a lunatic. You're a sensible, reasonable person. So why do you use the internet without ExpressVPN? 
Without a VPN, internet service providers know every single website you visit and can sell that information to ad companies and tech giants who use your data to target you. ExpressVPN closes the door on your internet activity by creating a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so no one can get a peek in at your business. And it's easy to use, just open up the app, click one button, and you're protected. Works on phones, laptops, even routers, so everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. ExpressVPN is the number one rated VPN by CNET and TechRadar. Uh, I've been using ExpressVPN for, I guess, a little over a year now, a year and a half. Uh, I've got it on all my devices. It's fast and easy. Uh, I mean, sometimes I forget it's running. It's so great and seamless. So uh, secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash rooster today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash rooster. And you can get an extra three months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash rooster. And that's a, worth and a US 150 passport. bucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that's not that... Well, you know, what, like a I, birthday or something. It was worth it just for like I, I had one experience that made the entire thing worth it. We were we were coming back into land. Like I said, we flew out of Austin Bergstrom, which is you know the airport here in Austin, and uh, you know you can hear the towers, you know the instructors talking to them the whole time. And uh, there was a Southwest flight that was waiting to take off, and they had to wait for us to land. <gasps> it's oh, like, that's cool. Yeah, they were like stopped short of the runway, right. and I could see them like coming into land. Like that's right, motherfuckers, you all have to wait because I'm using the runway right. right now. That's like hundred some people that you you just can convenience their lives. Someone may have missed a flight because <laughs> well, well of no, you. no, it's I mean that you think about that that happens to you all the time. You don't realize it. Like when you're going yeah, to take yeah, off, yeah, yeah. like uh -huh. the plane stops and starts before you finally take off a bunch of times. I'm saying it's just you and your fucking Cessna, and yeah, pilot dude. Yeah, they're telling like a, a loaded Delta flight you gotta wait there's a plane that has the student driver it's <laughs> gonna fucking land yeah we know it's ditch. gonna take a while yeah but yeah just for that it was like that's 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 cool. pretty fucking yeah. cool i think it's i'm that's it's really cool to me that someone of your advanced age can Thanks. find oh. something can find like a new passion and a new interesting thing you know, to get into when you're in your 40s, like how much time do you have left? That's true. And but you're still like you're still in, you're still you're still consuming life. I'm still young. I still, I, still, I still got a lot to go. I still got I a lot to it. do. I can't imagine. I was sitting here trying to think of when you and I were first becoming friends, right? In those early, early pre Rishi days, when we we're just hanging out, fucking making six bucks an hour at Telenetwork. Uh, I did not see me at 46 being lake trash and you at 44 being a pilot. <laughs> you know? What's funny is that plane I flew was brand new when we were hanging out. We oh, my God. That's then. true. Yeah. That was the year we met. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, yeah, I liked somebody in the chat. They said, uh, I've seen a Cessna listed for 30K. But, like, yeah, maybe not on Craigslist is where you, you want to buy, buy a yeah. fucking airplane. Yeah. It probably needed work. Right. <laughs> But I, yeah, I, I learned a lot even in that like little bit of time with instructor. It's uh, it's, it's just a lot of stuff I never thought about. It's yeah. really, it's really interesting. Well, and it'll give you a new perspective for for black box time. Yeah, in all seriousness, it will. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, it's gonna, it's going to be nerve wracking a bit, but it'll it'll be fun. I'll have, I'll have I'll have content to talk about. That's great. Yeah, content's good. I bet you'll buy a plane someday. No, I God, see no. it. That's I see so it in expensive. That shit's so expensive. Uh, I got a house. It's maybe if I sell my house, I can buy a plane. Mm, never know. Live in the plane. It'll <laughs> be like uh, you see, oh, <laughs> the Austin Subra. Did you see uh, that boat? It was called a uh, oh, houseboat oh, or something. Spare room. Spare room. It's like the yeah. It's like this legendary yacht that some guy bought but couldn't afford to tow, and he just got stuck on the side of the fucking road, and it was just there for like a week. Oh, right. Yeah. That yeah. There I thought a, that was you. No, because he, he's a big lake guy now. There was another boat stuck off a of 35 over the weekend I saw. Like, oh, really? Right here by the office, like 35 and St. John or something, or the, the turnaround up over there. Yeah. It was like just another boat in the middle of the access road. Dude, boats cost plane money. 
My dad shit said, is not cheap. We used to own an old like I think it was like a pontoon boat. I don't know, but my dad said that the uh, the best day of a boat owner's life is the day you buy a boat and the day you sell a boat. Yeah, it's just they're a fucking pain in the ass. Those things just sit. My regulars. Uh, my cousin and his husband they have one and they use it to their credit all the time. But mm. yeah, it's like it's like buying a second house. Those yeah. things. So and then like their boat has. Uh, it holds 250 gallons of gas, and so it costs $1,000 to fill it up every time they need to put gas in it, because four bucks a gallon. Damn. $1,000 just to ride it. I'm a fucking idiot. Is boat fuel the same as car fuel? Yep, just unleaded. Just boom, you can go to the... Oh, you could just plug it into the... <laughs> I, have no, I have no idea. I think it's probably <laughs> it's probably a mixture with diesel, I would think, but okay. I don't know. All right. Um, uh, yeah, jet skis are not cheap either. Like, I can't afford a jet ski. That's been determined. You're, you're, we, went, we were on a shoot. You're on this jet ski thing, man. You, I was jet skiing jet yesterday, dude. They're I, was, awesome. I was in the water yesterday. Yeah, they're awesome. That's rad. I go every weekend. Wait, so uh, what's the current uh, Ladybird Lake, I'm assuming? Or Lake Travis? Uh, lake Austin. Okay. Lady, Lady Bird, you can't have any motorized no, vehicles yeah. on. I've never seen it. It's all paddle boards down there. Yeah. Lake Austin is up to, is like from there up, is like from Redbud up to Mansfield Dam, and then Lake Aust- Lake Travis is the other side of Mansfield Dam. Got it. Uh, what's what's the current like cleanliness situation? Lake Austin's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It's not dirty at all. Uh, Ladybird Lake is uh, looks like a trash pile. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was very excited to start getting into paddle boarding earlier in the year, and then all the rains came, and now it's just, it looks, it's just Chick fil A wrappers all over downtown. Have you not been to Town Lake lately? No. It's gross, dude. Is it? If you want to get in the water, yeah. I would never get in that water to begin with, but. Lake Austin's great. Although, I will say, this is going to make it sound not great. Okay. But not this last time, but uh, a couple weeks ago, we went with Gavin, and we were jumping waves off of boats, or jumping wakes off of boats, and we were in this part pretty far down, kind of near like Steiner Ranch, and uh, I hit a fucking, Emily and I hit a hit a wave, and we went in the air, and we came down, and I looked over to the left, and there was a hoof sticking out of the water. What And the there was fuck? an entire dead deer just floating in the middle of Lake Austin. We came about four feet from hitting it. Wow. No. Which was kind of crazy. That would have exploded on bedpack. Yeah. Because that had floated to the top because of the gases in its body, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's like in Alabama, where I grew up. Uh you would wait for dead dogs on the side of the road to get really full, and then you chuck rocks at them to see if they'd pop. Oh, Bro, it's kind of like that, I what assume. The fuck, that's fucked. Would yeah. they pop? Could yeah. you make? I've never done it, but I okay, mean, but... I grew up with kids that did that kind of stuff. Yeah. Damn. Wow. Get an Xbox. <laughs> Jesus. And this, I mean, this was what you did in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, like this was the eighties, man. Yeah. You had to make your own fun. It's like, Super Mario 3 is not out yet. <laughs> want to go blow some dogs up while yeah, we wait? Yeah, it's like, well, that okay. dog's dead. What are we, we going to do with it? Uh, throw shit at it? Uh, All that's, right. That's why I don't appreciate you guys looping me in with the old men group. I might have a beard, <laughs> but I'm not oh, that fucking old. <laughs> I'm not throwing rocks at dead dogs old. That's not old as much as it is just trashy southern redneck. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, the best. That's disgusting. <laughs> um, I, did, I did a thing like that. I was just bored, and I thought i i just had the idea i was probably eight years old and i just sat in a neighbor's driveway because they had like a crushed stone driveway and i just threw rocks at cars <laughs> you piece of and shit and then yeah it's just like a, just a fucking shitty little kid yeah. and um he uh and finally one of them stopped you know and it squealed on and i ran across the street right into my house and then <laughs> oh, knock, knock 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 and to this day i'm like why didn't i just run into a neighbor's yard i could have just hopped fences right. and yeah and i got in trouble for some reason when i'm imagining young brian gar i still see the little 
beard and just like <laughs> his little face. You're like it's like your face and your head is all still the same, just on the little <laughs> kid's body. Your eight-year-old who's already gone through puberty <laughs> two years ago was throwing rocks at my car, ma'am. Yeah. Did you, did you have to pay for it? What, what were the repercussions? I don't. I don't think it was like. I think it was mine. I don't remember having to get like, but I embarrassed my, pa- you know. But it was like right. I got in major trouble. You brought shame to your family. Yeah, exactly. Not oh, the last time. I shamed a couple of my neighbors. Uh, I was telling Gus about this. I was really stoked about it because I'm a new homeowner, and I'm like, yeah, I take pride in my house, except for my yard looks like shit, according to Gus. <laughs> but um, you were supposed to hear that. Yeah, take part in the inside it. of your house, maybe. It was yeah, it's a nice house. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, uh, so. I'm out in my garage working out, and I see this couple walking by. Dude's carrying two kitchen chairs, and the, his like girlfriend, partner, or whatever, is carrying one kitchen chair. So like, oh, they must be going to a house party, you know, need extra seats. Then they walk back by, and they're like purposely avoiding con- eye contact with me, and they don't have the kitchen chairs. And I was like, maybe I know one of them, and they just don't want to talk. I don't know what the fuck's going on. A couple minutes pass by, they drive by. And I was like, what the fuck? So I like look outside, and they had just left their kitchen chairs out on the corner of our street and i was like, like they had put the chairs in their car dumped them there and were taking off uh i don't know so that's that's where i was like okay, okay. i should check my security cameras like what the fuck's going on because like i'm very curious and i'm bored uh so you know then it, the day goes by i'm out in my garage working on something and then they drive by again and i look at them and then i look at the chairs and then i look at them and then they they just go like they look away from me and then i kind of noted where they lived that sounds like really threatening and awful, but anyways, uh, I was like, I'll give them 24 hours. If the chairs aren't picked up or if they don't, you know, fucking fix their mistake, then I'm going to do something about it. So then 24 hours pass, chairs are still there. And I was like, man, fuck this. Like, that's a bad precedent. You know, like if someone was just like leaving their sofa on yeah. the side of their whatever. So like I finished my workout is at night, went over, grabbed the chairs and I just like brought them over to their, their house. And I left them a note and it said, I could be a dick and call the HOA, but I'm not going to just... Don't leave your garbage around my neighborhood. Look at you. It's my neighborhood. Oh. So I felt very it, proud of that. And then Blaine found out it was bulk pickup, and uh, they were just putting their <laughs> no. stuff yeah. picked up by the city of No, Austin. we have bulk pickup days, and there's designated areas you put those. These are just two two renters who don't take pride in their you, neighborhood. You will learn to hate neighbors after you you have a house because of just, like, yeah, stuff they do. This, this lady... Um, sits on, she's like retired, I guess, and she just sits on our tree line. We share a fence uh-huh. in the back. She sits on the tree line and just clips. And she, she, every time I see her, she'll lecture me that I need to like clear the fence line because they're like little trees growing yeah. up. And I'm like, well, that's half your side too. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, she, every time, every time she'll say, and she'll throw the cuttings over into my side. I'm what like, the fuck? Don't do that. Yeah. Like, come on. And she's like, kind of a little out of it but like she knows like yeah. what she's doing That's fucked up. and she came over and knocked on my door during the freeze because their pipes had burst and Sp- she wanted to spray know, with a hose she wanted to know <laughs> if i could shut off the uh the the sewer you know the water yeah. at the street and i said no i don't know how and i did know how but she should have <laughs> fucked around <laughs> on the fence line like too bad too bad maybe you shouldn't have been maybe you should have been nicer she'd have been a little nicer about those clippings maybe she might have, still have plumbing yeah <laughs> don't throw the cuttings into my yard make me look like a punk in front of my kids. Anyways, <laughs> and I'm just the guy who's gonna let that happen. I haven't seen her since February, and her house smells real bad. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I'm sure on. it's all fine. <laughs> no, dead. I re- I tried to help her, and I had no fucking idea how to do it. It was like freezing, and like it was like filled with. I was like, yeah, I don't know. You're gonna have to call the city. She was like, we tried. I'm like, well, this this interaction <laughs> is over. Yeah. So, good luck. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a wild time. I, I I'm sure like because especially when you have to shut off your water, sometimes you need that special key or like that special mm-hmm. tool to I do it. I bought one of those after right. that. Right. It's like you never have that when you need it. Yeah. It's like there's an emergency. Like fuck, I need one of those. Oh, I gotta go to the. Gotta go to the hardware store, or in that case, like in February, can't do that. Oh, no, it was fucking, you couldn't get there because of the ice, and then it was also sold out. Right. No one had those in stock. I, I got mine for one, a friend. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I keep one by my bed now. It's my equivalent of sleeping with a gun under the <laughs> pillow or something, but, like, I have the water main key. You could you could fuck someone up with that. Did you guys all lose water? Uh, I, I did I, not. I turned mine off intentionally after mm. filling up all my things, because I think that they recommended it. I also didn't want my pipes to burst. Mm. Yeah. I, lo- I lost electricity for 72 hours, but I maintained gas. Okay. So, Do you guys lose electricity as well? We live, we live near uh, St. David South, so like... You were fine. For some, we, that's the only reason we think yeah. it stayed on. Yeah, I don't it was live, awesome. I don't live near anything, and I kept electricity. I have no idea Dang. why. I think, I think, I, we did as well, and I think it might be Mopac, because I live near kind of near Mopac. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or the hospital. There's a hospital over there, well, maybe. If you live near a hospital, that's probably it. No, it might be a fire station. I might be too far from the hospital. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have no idea. Like, so lucky. I, I, I lost power. I think for thirty minutes one day, and I was like, like the first day, I was like, all right, that's it. We don't yeah. have it. Then it came back. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That was weird. It would have been a cool experience if I wasn't freaking out about something in my house fucking busting. But like, I like camping. Mm. I can last in the cold, and I got my dog, and we just like, we just filled our time with chores, and you know, it was, it was fine, and it was snow. But I was just constantly fucking afraid that I was just gonna like have a pipe burst. Yeah, yeah what sucks for you? It's also yeah. you're a new, relatively new homeowner. Yeah, so, so I like, don't there's know a, what the fuck. It's mysterious. Right, there's a lot yes. of unknowns yes. that you're dealing with, and yeah. you're about to find view. out how well they built your house. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm finding to find out, out what cor- what corners they cut. Yep. Yeah, I'm finding out for real fast. You'll get to have somebody come out and they'll be like, "Who did this to your roof?" And you're like, "I just fucking I, moved I, I here. Don't know. I don't know. Some asshole. They're treating some guy who looked a lot like you, who I also paid money to. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. But good news, that fear never goes away. Yeah. (laughs) And the problems never subside. I still need to find someone to fix my roof after the storms back in March. Like like you I call places and they're like, Yeah, we're not taking on any new work. Call us back in three months. Or like their phones just get like picked up and hung up. (laughs) Like as soon as you call them, like they don't mean they're everyone's just still overworked. It's been months. We had to get a guy. We had a raccoon stuck up in the attic. Oh, he got it. Because of those storms, it blew off some, you know those spinny things on uh, top of your yeah. roof? No, it yeah. blew off, that blew off. And I found it in my yard and I was like, I just forgot about it. I was like, <laughs> well, we don't need this garbage anymore. So there's just an open thing. And so, yeah, like this raccoon got in and then you hear it and it's like, God damn. So yeah, they, they trapped him and brought and he brought it out. He's like, it was just a juvenile. <laughs> That's a, like, a fucking wild like animal. Get it out of here. Yeah. Uh, Throw it in that old lady's yard. Right. Just being a teen. Uh, yes. Yeah. But he was like kind of uh, acting like it was just a like, my kids are here. Make it sound scarier. Yeah. <laughs> it might have rabies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I uh, used to rent a house out off of Lake Austin Boulevard, and it was by a restaurant and by a grocery store. So it had lots of like roaches and pests. A good restaurant area. that you never went to. Yes. It's a terrible restaurant. Good restaurant. Um, and so, as a result, we had to hire, like, a pest control person to, like, spray and, like, kind of keep things under control. Sure, yeah. And it was a pier and beam house. And one night, I was getting ready to go to sleep, and I could hear something scratching under the floor. Like, fuck. Like, it, it's like, so I, like, I get outside, and I look around, and, like, one of those grates has been chewed through, and it's, like, a real small hole. Like, there's probably a rat under the house. Like, it's probably stuck down there chewing. So, like, I called the pest control person, and, uh, like, I scheduled. They're supposed to come out the next day. 
Next day passes. No one came out. So I have to call back again. And the pest control person is like, oh, the rat's still there? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, I just really, I really don't like rats. I really don't want to go deal with it. And I was like, but you're the, you're the exterminator. You're like, you're the pest control person. You yeah. knew this was part of the- Go back to college right. then if you don't like rats. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like saying, I don't like roaches. Like, right. You're <laughs> or it's like going to the bank and the teller's like, I don't like to handle money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like, this is one of the things that people call you for. It's like, yeah, I, I guess I'll come out. <laughs> is that an option? Can you, you just not come out? Did you ever tell on, I'm sure you did, on podcast, the story of your car in that location? Yes. Uh, where it got egged. Yeah. And you just left it there for- after you moved, you left it there for how long? It was like six months. <laughs> the car? Yeah. Like, <laughs> there were just signs. We'd go check on it every once in a while, and there'd just be signs like, for the love of God, move this car, please. <laughs> yeah, because, so they would egg it. it so it became a challenge. The, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, right. I'm going to move my car. Yeah. It's parked on a public street, legally parked on a public street. Like, no one owns the curb. You can park. If it's a legal spot, you can park and leave your car wherever the fuck you want. For as long as you want. Right. Did you drive it? Was it just a beater that you just didn't want? Um, like, what was it? Why were you just parking? If for I six remember months? right, the air conditioner didn't work in that car anymore, and yeah. it was summer, and I didn't want to drive it because it was hot as fuck. I had that same thing yeah. happen. Yeah. So I left it there, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> eventually, when it cooled down, I went back and got it. It's like I it was like I was in the transition period where like I had just gotten I just gotten the Prius I think like the new car. Oh yeah yeah. And I was yeah. like I'm going to drive this. It's like and I'm going to sell that car but it's too hot to sell and no one's going to want to buy like I had to sell it but it's like no one's going to want to buy a a car with a broken air conditioner in the summer. I'll just go get it in fall. Covered in eggs. Yeah, when it's cooler <laughs> and then I'll sell eggs. it then. <laughs> but uh yeah. Did you I, eventually I, sell it? I did, yeah. I saw that car once. Uh I sold it. Then one time when we our office was still down south off of Ralph Ablanado, I went to the Chick-fil-A that was down there, and that car was in the drive-thru of the Chick-fil-A. Oh, did it have the same license plate? Yeah, there? I was like, oh shit, that's the car that had the eggs on it. And it pretended to not see. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, had a, it had a bunch of uh, chairs in the back. Uh, yes, it's, that, it, it's weird when you see a car that you've sold, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that used to be mine, but if I get in it now, I'd be arrested. Yeah, it's like I used to. Always, we used to. We used to always see my first wife's Echo all yeah, over town. Yeah, I still remember the license plate. <laughs> I do don't, not remember it. And, and don't say it on the podcast. Yeah, well, I, I do, because we would see it I'm all the time and say it to each other. A vanity plate that has a recognizable. No, it's just a license plate. Oh. You learn to to sense danger and to avoid. <gasps> it. Okay, got you. Yeah. Different reason for yeah. knowing it. Got to. It's got to be careful. Yeah, I saw my dad's truck after he'd sold it on the news one time. I think it was like a murder, and I was like. Oh, that's dad's truck. <laughs> and then, like, I brought him in. He's like, oh, yeah, that's my truck. <laughs> it sold it. So. I remember one time, like, when I was- That's not a murder. Yeah, six o'clock. Six o'clock. Um, when I was a kid, my family had uh, this white Oldsmobile. It was, it was a Delta 88. I had one. That was yeah. my first car. Uh, so I never drove it. I was a little kid. My family it was, like, the family car. And eventually, like, my family traded it in. They got, a, like, a minivan or something. And I remember, like, a couple years later, like, I saw our old family car, like, like being towed somewhere or something. And we're like, I, I grew up in a really small town. So I asked my, like I asked my dad, I was like, oh, look, that's our old car, right? He goes, oh, yeah, you know, sold it to so-and-so. They were driving down the road, then they threw it in the reverse while they were driving, and uh, the transmission fell out of it. So now they're, they're taking it to the junkyard to go <laughs> get rid of it. And like being a kid, I was like, I was kind of sad. I was like, oh, that used to be our car, and now it's going to go get destroyed because someone was driving it and put it into reverse while driving. Like, it's not the car's fault, and now it's going to be like crushed down for no reason. <laughs> Like it was really sad to me when I was when I was a little kid. That is sad. Yeah, I had I had an, a Delta. That was my first car. At when I was at UT and I drove it, and the transmission went out 
right off. I was driving on Willow Creek, right off Riverside mm -hmm. Drive, coming home from where, and the transmission just. Blew, and so I parked it, but it was like near the bus stop, and the city was like, "You've got to move this." And I eventually got it fixed. And yeah, I sold it too, and never saw. It. But on the way driving it to the guy's house, who I'd sold it to, I was like, "Please, just please make it to this guy's house," you know. And then it's <laughs> then it's, his, then it's his fucking problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, used cars are such a crapshoot. Yeah. Oh, the worst. Mine's been fine. Well, it's good. It's good. Well, right. I think like these cars that we're talking about, like there, there was a period in time where it's like things hadn't been figured out yet. True. It was an 80s American car. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was a crap shoe. Like, it was like a 1984, I think. And it was like, I was really bad at negotiating, too. The guy was like, I didn't, I'd never sold anything. And the guy was like, what's the lowest you'll go? And I, I gave him a number. And then when he got there, I decided that that was, I, that oh, was too low. And he was like, but you told me 200. Oh, and fuck. I said, I was just talking. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what? That's the first time I got stabbed. <laughs> so, he was so pissed. I'd be so pissed if he that happened so to me. He was so mad, but he went to an ATM to get the other I wouldn't 20 do it. bucks I held out <laughs> for. Out of spite. My I'd roommate was like, what do you mean you were just talking? Like, my roommate was siding with the guy I sold it to. <laughs> and now your roommate's his best friend. You haven't <laughs> talked to him in 20 years. <laughs> His uh, name was Winston, and his license plate, we followed him back, and his license plate said No Limits with a Z at the yeah, end when we, fought, when we drove back to his place. Yeah. Nice. Sorry, Winston. Sorry I tried to lowball or <laughs> to <laughs> squeeze an extra 20 bucks out of that, it. That's a lot of money. Um, you, you probably guys? had that much in gas in it. Oh, like at max. Yeah. I mean, when you're in college, yeah, 20 bucks was huge. <laughs> I remember. When I first moved to Austin, God, this is really going to be the old man section of the podcast. When first moving to Austin, I used to fill up at, used to be a Diamond Shamrock off of Old Torf and Montopolis, I think. And I got mad because eventually I was no longer paying 98 cents a gallon. Like, I remember when it went over a dollar. I was like, God damn, fucking ripoff. It was like, it went from 98 cents to a buck three. And like, gas never went back below a dollar again. That was it. Yeah, that was yeah. it. It was like yeah, the yeah. end of an era. Yeah. Dude, when I was in high school, gas... It's gonna make me sound old. When I was in high school, gas was like sixty-eight cents. Whoa! You could get it. You could still get it in the sixties, and yeah. then and it was in like the seventies most of my childhood. But I, I still remember paying like sixty-seven, sixty-eight cents for gas. Hey, okay, is this crazy? My parents will do this thing every now and then where they'll be like, "Gas prices are too high. We're only gonna put ten dollars in, and then we're gonna wait it yeah. out, and then yeah." Do you do that as well, or do like I I fill every time. Do I do that now? No, but people used to do that back in the day. Okay. My, my, my family would do that shit. I yeah. guess that that is like a, you know, you're tightening the belt and stuff like that. And I'm, I should probably appreciate that my parents are saving money and putting me, you know, through stuff. But yeah, it's, it's just always like struck me as weird. It's just like you're you're going to pay for that time because you're going to drive off. Back. You're going to burn yeah. through that $10 and then you're going to have to go back. And it's just like, just fucking do it while you're there. Yeah, but did you enjoy the roof over your head and all yeah. the electricity that they paid for? What about for? that food you were eating? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I did that. I did. I'm saying that because I literally did that this week. It was like over. It was like 320. Uh -huh. And I was like, a half a tank will do it. I'm not, <laughs> not going to. Really? I'm not, I, yeah. I'm not made of money. Okay. Like, I'm going to wait until it's somewhere like under $3 and then we'll fill it up. Okay. Yeah, then we'll talk. Yeah. 
I mine it's it's uh, can work for inside gaming. Like it's not <laughs> it's, like I gotta save my money. Mine it's mostly convenience. If the pump is too slow, I get bored and I'll stop if I'm like yeah. I'm, not, I'm gonna be here for the rest of my life pumping this fucking gas. Six bucks is great. And then <laughs> for like thirty oh, seconds, fuck? yeah. And then I'll be like, this is this is a problem for tomorrow, Jeff. Yeah. Then you're just creating oh, yeah. more work. Like it's, it's even more of a convenience and lost time. I, I feel like I'm going crazy. There, every Jeff hates tomorrow, Jeff. That yeah, no, but totally. Every, Tomorrow, you mean tomorrow? Jeff hates, hates every every, Jeff. every previous yeah. Jeff. He's got he's got hit. I, I hate tomorrow, Jeff too, because I know what he's doing to me. Is it this one down here? I don't know, man. Just... No, you you hate yesterday, Jeff. Uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not a fan of any of them, but yeah. <laughs> Today, Jeff's all right. Uh, can I talk about a thing that I'm doing this week? Yeah, from 26. Uh, HBO Max. They're gonna be uh, letting us have a little Suicide Squad watch party, and it's gonna be uh, me, Elise. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, that I, I I told them that I would talk about it if they would give me a Shark Man costume. <laughs> put this on. What is the shark like, is guy? It, you know, it, he's he's like. I saw Eric with it. I was like, is he holding that up to me? Like, no. What the? I'm I the I'm the king shark guy from the you know st- you know the the suicide squad. Wait, wait, oh, now I know the 26th. It's the 26th, and it's at 4:30 uh, p.m. Central. And what we're going to be doing I've, like a pizza watch party of the suicide. Squad. I've already seen the movie, but I may watch it yeah. again with you guys. Where can I, can I do- text you jokes? Absolutely, because okay. then I'll steal them, and right. I just won't give you credit. Uh, where did Blaine go? I'm the I'm the I'm the King Shark guy. Um, now Nowey, I don't remember, I remember his, his name. name. I saw I, I already watched it. and I'm actually really stoked to watch it again. I didn't realize it's, that it's was fucking uh, funny, dude. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I liked that, it. That uh, it was it was it was really really good. I thought the King Shark was a great character in that in that film. Yeah, he's uh, very depressing. <laughs> There's moments where you're just like, poor guy. Um, <laughs> he just wants to eat. Yeah, yeah. He just wants friends. He just wants to seem smart. But uh, yeah. So it's gonna be uh, me, Elise, Lindsay, and I feel like I want to say Matt Brown. I think I have it listed here. Do you want to say it that way? It is Matt. Matt Bragg. And we're going to have bingo cards that uh, if you want to like follow along and like, you know, engage with us, we're going to be playing bingo with Suicide Squad. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think if you haven't seen the movie, you should absolutely watch it. So it's a great movie uh, and it'll be fun to watch it with you guys. Yeah. So, Um, yeah, I was I was really surprised at how much I liked it. Uh, And I I definitely want to watch it again uh, now that I've seen it once already to. To, no, now that I know what's going to happen, there's a code that I have to read because oh. I don't remember, but it's HBO M dot A X slash Watch T S S. It's all lowercase. I think oh, they're probably going to list it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could not remember that, but uh, yeah, come join us. It'll be a lot of fun. And uh, I miss talking to Elise. I haven't, I haven't seen her and James in a while. So yeah, yeah it's a it's a good movie. Um, ripe for ripe for comedy. Yes, you'll do fine. You'll uh, do good. Don't yeah. get nervous about it. I need to like actually catch up. I still haven't watched Aquaman. I I I might be a little nervous if I were you. Elise is very funny. Elise is really funny. Very Very talented. James is very funny. Lindsay's very funny. You're gonna be amongst some very funny people. I'm I feels like you're implying that I'm not funny. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'll be texting you jokes. You'll get them 45 seconds late because of the stream delay. Well then I'm gonna be good to go. Also, Gus has got like three good jokes a year. So I've already seen the movie, so I have some prep. Oh, that's that's good. I can be ready. Good, sweet. So yeah, well, thanks to HBO Max. Thanks for the shark costume. Appreciate it. Uh, go sign up, come join us. It's a good movie. It is. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, Sounds like a fun event. Like uh, Elise is gonna be there, being very funny, and Lindsay will be there, being very funny, and Blaine will be there, and it just sounds like good. <laughs> There's gonna be pizza and bingo. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm there for. And funny people. Yeah, and some Blaine. funny people. <laughs> and and Blaine. Blaine. Yeah. It's been a while since I've had pizza. I could go for some pizza. This is fuck. This is warm. This is real warm. Like it got real warm real fast. You don't. You don't have to wear it. You're not actually King Shark. I'd like to believe that I am. I never knew sharks had cut-off sleeves until <laughs> you. <laughs> Showing off the gun. Can what the shark of... flex? Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's see the shark flex. 
Yeah. I actually, oh, I do look like the King Shark guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that, but yeah, okay. <laughs> you just paint me blue. If you were to eat a pizza right now, like any pizza in the world, well, any pizza within Austin, what would you pick? Like you said, oh, I kind of want pizza now. I know you're living the vegan lifestyle, so. Oh, they, uh, if I'm eating a vegan pizza, uh, VO313 has the best. Vegan pizza? Uh, option, I think. But yeah. if you were just like having a normal bog standard pizza, you think of what, like? Home slice. Home slice, pepperoni and mushroom, or? Yeah, either pepperoni or pepperoni and mushroom. Okay. Although I could be convinced to do pepperoni jalapeno. I, oh, I don't like to eat pizza without jalapenos. Yeah. No. It's good. Really? Yeah. It's home slice all the way for me. It's home slice, uh, VO313. Eastside uh, pies. Is East side good. pies can pies. go eat my butt. Whoa. I do not like Touched to say, nerve. It, it tastes like uh, they make it on salting crackers. It is so thin. <laughs> it is. I like that. I understand yeah, what too. Blaine's like talking nice about. But yeah. It's I like crunchy. it, but it, the problem with these said pies is if you don't eat it within the first 20 minutes, it's not any good. I, it goes bad fast. After yeah. the freeze back in February, I went. Like when everything thawed out and like you could like businesses were starting to reopen, I placed an order, like an online order for a pizza from Eastside Pies, uh, the one here by the studio, and I went and uh, went to go pick it up, and there was a line <laughs> that went down, out towards airport and then down airport <laughs> to get like. Even if you had already placed your order online, right, right. that was the line you had to stand Looks in like a to get line, your pizza. <laughs> it was like these are all people who've been stuck in their houses for a week, and they're all like. We can finally get out. I want to eat a fucking pizza. Dude, I've made the transition from Home Slice 2 via 313 now. I think I just, I'm into that Detroit style pizza. It's good. It's good. It yeah. is really good. good. But Millie and I just went, uh, we had like a daddy daughter vacation and we went to Chicago for a couple days and we ate pretty much nothing but deep dish pizza there, which I've never been a huge fan of. What is your opinion? I am so fucking in love with Chicago deep dish pizza after that trip, and I wish we had it in Austin. I was here if you get it in Chicago. You know, if you get the yeah. real deal, you'll love it. Okay, yeah. I'm going to have another hot take. What did you feel of Luminati's? Did you eat there? That's like the one that you go to. I didn't eat there, no. Luminati's? Uh-uh. They control the world and yeah. they make pizza? No, there's That's a place called, that. like, Lou. Minotti's, oh, okay. and I think that it's a play on of Illuminati. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I was told when I went to Star Wars Celebration, that's like the the Chicago pizza place to go to. Fucking hated it. We just went to, we just like popped into whatever was around. It was yeah. Lollapalooza that weekend, so it was kind of crazy. Mm. They're still uh, doing that? Yeah, yeah. Huh? They're still doing that, huh? <laughs> yeah, they had a, it was all of Chicago. Dude, I've never seen so many people clothed only in glitter in my life. <laughs> it would be like nine in the morning on a Friday, and then it was like, oh no, it's a rave uh, walking down the street. It's just an embarrassment of flesh. It was kind of awesome, but uh, it was it was just insane. Probably not yeah. when you're hanging out with your daughter, though. I, mean, I feel like that would. Yeah, I think it was pretty awkward for both of us. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, I, and I've been to Chicago a million <laughs> times and had deep dish, but just something about it was great this we, time, and now I want it. We used to have manja here. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. We still do. Where, where is the manja? Up off, uh, up, yeah, burn it. I'll look it up. I have to, yeah, that's so. Wait, is the only difference between Chicago and Detroit is it's a circle and a square? No, no. very different. Is it thicker bread on a Chicago? On a Detroit, the sauce goes on top. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the sauce. And it's like the, 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 no. and Detroit style oh, pizza. Yeah. It's like it's like spongy bread with the sauce no. and everything kind of all on, on the very no. top okay. layer. Chicago is like a pie almost. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's like a pie that's and they call it a pie. Oh, yeah. so it's like is it a thinner crust but with more stuffing and it's yeah, yeah it's, more a, it's, shit a, it's a ton of shit it. and yeah. it takes longer to cook. The, the oh, okay. north of the domain, like between the domain and that St. David's Hospital that's up there. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like right there. That's not too bad. Yeah, there used to be. I mean, the one I always think of was the one that was down here in Guadalupe. And then there was the other one. The good the one, one on was Lake on Austin. Lake Austin. Yeah, yeah. They they got divorced. I think it was a. Divorced family thing. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. The the 
the Godzilla that used to be on the Manja on the drag is now on top of Wheatsville, if I remember yes, right. Yes, that's right. Because the Manja used to be right across from Wheatsville, where Via 313 is now. I never thought about that until right now. That's something we would probably cover in the Old Men Talk About Austin podcast. If you ever see the Godzilla on Wheatsville and you think, why is there a Godzilla on a fancy res- uh, grocery, grocery store? store. It's because it used to be at a pizza restaurant. It also made no sense. I pitched an old man podcast too. I thought this. So we should do it. Yeah, yeah. We we have plenty. We have plenty of that around here. There was a pizza place in Waco where I lived, and it was like the the place was so good. Like it was the best pizza in town. Mm -hmm. The drawback was it had in the back room, sort of in the bar area, and I don't know if it's still up there, but it had a giant Confederate flag. In the in so that was the trade off. Like the pizza was great, but it's racist pizza. So it was like I I don't know if it's still that you know it's Waco, so it might take them another twenty years to take the flag down. But like it was God, but the pizza's so good. But now that but they're looking for a football, so weird now that they're it. looking for a football conference, they're going to take it down. How long were you in Waco for? Um, I was. Almost eight years. So okay. right out of college, I was a reporter there for the, yeah. Yeah, the trip. I would love to talk to you about Waco sometime. That's an interesting city. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, lo- I mean, I stayed too long because I was kind of lazy and wasn't really good at my job or motivated. So it was, I was like yeah. there for a long, but I lo- like. You, that's, you're looking at, that's why Gus and I are still yeah. at Roost Teeth. I, I spent my <laughs> whole 20s there, really. And people were like, oh, that like, it, that, it must be so bad to have your 20s robbed. Like, but I love, yeah. Really? Blast, you go yeah. outside of like campus, like on the, uh, I guess the west side of 35. It's like, I went to a coffee shop over there. I like passed through and I went yeah. camping. It's like, oh, Waco's kind of nice. It's not that bad. Yeah. It, it was. It the, the streets are like nice. It's a cobblestone. I spots. toured Baylor. I thought about going to college there. Really? Yeah. Decided. I don't think you would have. No, it. I decided again. I, 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 after the tour, I was like, no, that's not. It for wasn't me. for you. No. Yeah. yeah. No, and no, you no. weren't for them. Not my, not my speed. <laughs> Honestly. No. Did, did you there would have been a few nerds you would have hung out with, but that wasn't the overall no. culture. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't a super local thing. This is more of a Texas thing. So I guess it's a local thing. Have you ever had Fuego Taco? They have it at most college mm-hmm. towns. They've had it in Waco. They have it in uh, College Station as well. It's just like it's fucking. Banger tacos, dude. Huh. Tortilla grill? Like, uh, yeah. They have like, they, they got really like, they got like thick, fat fucking tortillas, which I feel like I'm still on the hunt for here in Austin. That sounds terrible. They have a Dr. Pepper taco. <laughs> that Come on. Yeah, Waco, home of Dr. Sounds Pepper. Really bad. You're not selling me at all on this. They have really good queso, really good white queso. I, whenever I used to pass through Waco on my way to Dallas, I would get a pack of tortillas and just a bunch of thick queso. tortillas. Thick tortillas. What's wrong with thick tortillas? I don't know. Wait, Garrick, what was the place? On, I had done fucking that. They have Dr. Pepper tortillas, or just regular? It's like they they like braise the meat in Dr. Pepper, and I know it sounds like gimmicky and shitty. It's pretty fucking tasty. My grandma used to do it all the time when it, she make tacos. Yeah, it's like it's like barbecue stuff. <laughs> God damn it! Not all grandma's <laughs> ideas are yeah. good. It yeah. tastes like it tastes like yeah. barbecue sauce. But grandma it's just like can a fuck up a recipe too yeah. every now and then. God damn it! Did you well, ever go to the Dr. Pepper Museum in Waco? No, they I got did a, not. Oh, it's cool. Like, you can learn how they made Dr. Bell. Like, that was like the last independent bottler for a long time, right? Yeah, something. I, the main thing I remember is the first floor is Dr. Pepper, and you can learn all about Dr. Pepper. And it's like, it's mm. what, it, it's sort of old animatronics, like, that just uh, that not have been, they haven't been kept up, so they're creepy. But the second floor is the Free Enterprise Institute. It's, it's a real tonal shift. And they're just these photos, these portraits of all these, like, old white guys, and you just learn how great Free Enterprise is. Oh. So it's the Dr. Pepper <laughs> Museum and Free Enterprise I Institute. thought you were building to a bit or something. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's it. You just learn how great capitalism is with your Dr. Pepper. 
It's hilarious. I went when I was in Oklahoma one time. I went on Route 66, and they had this place called Pops, and it was just a whole. It was like a gas station. But it was just this giant fucking store, and it was just nothing but soda. And it was like every soda imaginable. Oh, that sounds awesome. It was fucking rad. I got like three 12 packs Where'd or three six packs. It's called Pops. It was in uh, Oklahoma off Route 66. And they have this like, they have like a bunch of, uh, it was like a building in a place that was built in the 60s. And at the time, I'm sure the architecture was like super cool and then it probably aged out. But when you go there now, it looks like it was built like yesterday. It's like, it came very, back. yeah, it's like that mid century hmm. modern cool looking shit. It's really rad. Oklahoma? Yes. Not a mass to be seen, but it was still really cool. Pop yeah. Soda Ranch. Yeah. That sounds cool. They also had ranch soda, probably. I know they had pickle soda. I bought one. Yeah. You know, I did on Route 66 once. Uh, you guys ever done that musical highway thing? No. You I've know heard about that? of it. I've never done it. I did it last year when I was in Arizona. Do you like turn into a radio station or something? No. So what happens is there's, there's only like, I don't know, seven or eight of them in the world. Mm -hmm. And I think half of them are in Asia. Uh, so I think there's two or three in North America. But there's this little section of the interstate, or the highway, Route 66 rather, where on the right they've graded the road uh, just to the side of the median. And if you hit it at 45, uh, at 45 miles an hour, it plays a song. Oh. And, and the, like it goes, dum, 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 and then it plays um, America the Beautiful, I think, is what, is what it played. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, cool. it's like those rumble strips that you hit. It's like a rumble Except strip, yeah. if you hit it at the right speed, then it's... And it just, it you just hear the song. It's a real thing? It's a real like, thing. I had never huh. heard of it. My girlfriend told me about it, so we went and did it. And then we did it like eight times because it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's totally there. And there's there's a bunch of them in Japan, I think. Hmm. And then I think one in the Pacific Northwest. I wonder if they could make the rumble strips in a certain way that it could be like a voice, you know? Yeah, it's I assume like, they can. I mean, it's the, it's the song. <laughs> like, you hear it and you're like, holy shit, this is the absolute song. Yeah? Yeah. That's my old, what's that? Oh, that's, that's my only Route 66 story. I think I, if you if you want later, Gus, I think I have it recorded on my phone. I'll, I'll I'm play it you to post that somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Boy, I don't need the video. I can hear it. He's right got now. it. He's got. He's nailed it. Brian, your microphone uh, thing is gonna smell like shit. At the end of this podcast, it's just smell like sour shit. <laughs> At home, I find myself smelling my mic all the time because it smells so bad. Yeah. Because I've been I've been like spitting on it for a year and a half, like. Oh man, this, my, this yeah, is terrible. Fuck. My fuck face mic stop. is pretty rough. Yeah. I, when I'm like doing something and I'm like busy and I don't want to take my hands off the keyboard and mouse and I'll like move it with my nose and I'll be like, oh fuck, God, it's like shit. <laughs> if you awful. do, they have those in Austin too. I've heard those rumble strips, but it just plays a shitty Stevie Ray Vaughan song <laughs> that you've heard on so, KLBJ like so every any of them. Yeah, yes. <laughs> 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 sounded better when Jimi Hendrix played it. <laughs> <laughs> you. You could besmirch the name of Steve Ray Vaughan. I, uh, you, I just so sick of this, his fucking music. Dude, yeah. I am. It's, can I say I'm right there with you? Fucking fuck. Oh Steve my Ray god. Vaughan. I hope right that statue is struck it's by life. Fine, I'm but very who cares? Fine. Yeah, but right. It's, it was. I think it mattered in 1980. Yeah. You know, yeah. to that yeah. scene. I just remember really clearly. My dad was a big fan. When when Houston was flooding, I listened like I pulled up Texas flood came on my shuffle and I was like, wow, this is this is pretty you know I felt really deep in that moment. And for you to be making fun of Stevie Ray Vaughan like that, he was underwater when the flood happened. His little statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's fine now. He's, I mean, statues don't need to breathe. It's true. I don't. No, but it's I not, thought that that's that's like making fun of a. It's not water that killed them. If there was like a helicopter <laughs> overhead or something, that would be in bad taste. Yeah. But. 
It's fine. Like that, I don't like, hate it. It's Texas like you said, outlaw rocks. That's it's just like not you for said. Me. It's fine. But it's like let's be honest. Y'all mainly like him because he was in Austin. Yeah. Like it wasn't. He wasn't good enough. You know. No, his guitar is great. He was. He was good. He was. He was. He was great or he was good. They're two different things. I guarantee you. You talked yourself down. Nobody in chat knows who Stevie Ray Vaughan is. Yeah, y'all do. There's gonna be one fucking dude in there who's like fucking agreed with the old men. Oh, Mr. Steel Crayon says Stevie is awesome. All right, so you're one at least one person. All right. I'm sure my dad's rolling over in his grave right now, but I just never got it. I actually text my dad every time I hear a Stevie Ray Vaughan song because we used to listen to it on our drives to high school because he was my coach and I was like, oh, Stevie Ray Vaughan's on. Did you see that thing the other day on? That apparently back in 2015 or 2016, uh, Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig did a Lifetime movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd never heard of it. I'd never seen like anything a woman about in distress Lifetime movie. It's called like, like a, deadly, a deadly adoption. A deadly adoption. Yeah, <laughs> and, and awesome. supposedly it's serious. Yeah, like they take it seriously, and, and it's not worth watching because of that. That's yeah, I watched I a trailer. I was like, oh, this looks terrible. I wanted to watch it, but it's like, yeah. oh, it's only like on. Tubi and Pluto TV is like I don't have either of those and I'm not going to sign up. And it's one of those things where the, it's it's probably a funny bit for six minutes and then you're like, right. oh, this should right. have just been an SNL skit, right? Right. right. But I can't yeah. imagine right. like being one of the other leads or being like the director who's like, all right, we're pumping out four Lifetime movies today. Uh, oh, the call sheet says Will Ferrell's on this one. Can someone? Oh no, he's what? Well, he's he's here. Oh, okay. Um, that's weird. You know, <laughs> I feel like that would have been a weird set to be on too because they were probably high on their own shit, knowing totally. that I'm too good for yeah. this, yeah. and it probably was just a not a great time for this cast and other other cast and crew. And you're this sort of just working work a day actor who's got to you know be opposite them. And yeah, like, and they're they're yeah. fucking goofing between yeah. takes. Yeah, so yeah. like this fuck is a life oh lifetime director's talking here. <laughs> anyway, so then I told Lorne, you called yeah, that yeah. a limo. <laughs> yeah, it's like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just... rolling pennies for gas here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must be terrible because I'd never I'd never heard of it. So. I'd, with that, what you will. If they like played it real melodramatic and stuff like that, I could see that being right. entertaining. But if they're like playing it pretty straight, then why watch that? Like, why watch any Lifetime? I mean, <laughs> well, listen, I don't know. I do watch me some Lifetime movies. I enjoy the Hallmark Channel as well from time to time. That's good hotel TV right there. Stuck in a hotel room on a yeah. Saturday night, you got yep. nothing to do. Yep. Throw on Lifetime, watch about somebody, uh, somebody's nanny trying to murder her to steal the husband. Great two hours. When I was in. Uh... Nashville for that uh, conference. Uh, my hotel TV was Forensic Files on Headline News. Mm -hmm. It's like watch people murdering their spouses for four hours. Did Esther ever walk in and just kind of like, hey, this is like your eighth episode of this? So you, you she loves Forensic Files more than I do. Oh, okay. All right. So have <laughs> you ever walked in on this? She was like, oh, I've notes. seen this one. It's uh, the so and so. Did the murder. Like, oh, okay, cool. That's She's like, oh, this, this one was arsenic. <laughs> like, <laughs> She's like, you know how he could have gotten away with that one? Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had that conversation too. <laughs> we were like, I was kind of like that, except for I don't even know if they have many more, but infomercials just sort of late night. Mm -hmm. We would just watch the and and shop at home when they would do like the baseball cards, like Don West mm -hmm. and all that shit. The best. I like, love the, the the knife shows, the late yes. night shows. Those are great. Mm -hmm. The swords and what, shit. What's confusing to me is sometimes you watch those infomercials, and then they they treat it like it's content, right? Like you're watching a program. Yeah. And then they cut to commercial. And the commercial is a commercial for the inform like yes. the same thing they're selling. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like yes. so meta. It's like I'm watching a commercial in the commercial yeah. for the same thing. Yep. I remember trying to prank call into one of those when I was a kid. You know, at a sleepover, and the lady that was on like 
the hotline or whatever just chewed my fucking ass. The screener? I, yeah, I had never known an adult to like berate a child and cuss <laughs> at him until I called into that. And she was like, listen here, you little shit. You were it, one too many. Yeah. And it, today she had time. How old are you? And yeah. I was like, 40? You know, like, no. She was pissed. Yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> I, I'm sure she bought you were 40. <laughs> I actually, in my pitch session with Hannah last week, I pitched a show where it's Kind of like no idea Ikea in presentation, but you just review shit we buy off infomercials at three in the morning and then see like how well it actually mm, works. Yep. And like Flex Seal, the chop, the slap chop, all that shit. Just yeah. like whatever the current ones are. Food dehydrator, food yeah. rehydrator. Yeah. <laughs> to steal a run, runny run joke. Every now and then if I'm like up at like 2 a.m. I need to go to bed. I'll, I'll go back and watch those old infomercial bloopers. It's just the fucking best shit. Like mm -hmm. guys like taking a dive off the set yeah. from a ladder and it, that, it wasn't locked in. That was my fault. And they're like bleeding out of their skull. And you're or like, the guy who's like hitting the sword and it breaks and like stabs him. Ah, <laughs> ah, oh, wow, it's pure steel. That's great. <laughs> we, we, had, we watched one. This was in college. And it was one of those bracelets, but it had like healing yeah. potential or what, you know, like. Wait, the balance bands? No, it wasn't the balance. It was like. Uh, was it copper? That. Uh, probably copper it was something but my roommate got the idea to call them because he was he, and he <laughs> just wanted to know how does it work like what is the and he was on the phone with them for like an hour <laughs> until he sort of and he hung up and he goes it has something to do with crystals <laughs> <laughs> of course it does yeah <laughs> Fucking crystals. Meanwhile, the guy he was talking to was at Telenetwork. It was at a call center. <laughs> yeah. If somebody get paid eight dollars an hour, you were man, you or I were managing them. Uh, I was I was telling these guys before the the podcast we were sitting out here. I don't know how the topic came up, but I, we were, I was telling them the about the time we hired a guy to work there. Then he came back in the middle of the night during the midnight shift to rob the place. Whoa, whoa! But he <laughs> he. To open the door, he put his own employee code in. Yes. So we knew who it was. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. And then, like, the, the night shift guy was like, what the fuck are you doing? Get out of here. Like, I'm trying to work. And, like, well, and the night shift was, like, one or two guys back then. I remember the dude who it was. I do, too. <laughs> That's some that Wes was Anderson the, bottle rocket. That was the dude, paper. by the way. The dude who ran them off was the guy we had to stop selling guns in the parking lot. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. He was. They're like, you can't keep selling guns in the parking lot at work. Because the this midnight shift was slow. Yeah. So he would just arrange, like, to meet, if people wanted to buy guns from him, if there, was no, if there wasn't any calls he was on, he would just go out to the parking lot and sell guns. That guy was like an NPC in Borderlands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that guy. Call centers <laughs> now are, they, don't, they probably don't, like, they're doing work from home, right? We started, they were we started doing work from back home back then. then. Yeah. 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 Mm. The big problem like we had back game. then was doing like prioritizing VOIP traffic over your home internet so that the call sounded good. So like mm -hmm. even if you were downloading shit on your computer, it wouldn't there was still enough reserved bandwidth for your phone call. Uh -huh. So like that was the big but that was in the late nineties, early two thousands. That's easily been solved. And we had that solved then. I mean when Gus yeah. and I quit, the company had about two were well when I when you started there were about thirty, I think. Yeah. When I started there were about sixty. When we quit, they were at about 250. Yeah. And I think not too long after that, they were at like 1,300. And I think the vast majority of those people worked from home. Mm. Yeah. They're probably still around there now. Did you get like, yeah. you know, stock when they first started? No. No. no? It was, no. A, it was a, like a mom and pop company. Got it. No, I had to, um, I had to burn bridges to leave there too, unfortunately, a little bit. Would like, they, they made just me, wouldn't let you go or? Uh, well, I, I, I had, so Gus and I were like kind of partners there for a long time and then he left before I did. Okay. 
I had, there was another partner that I had who was a friend of ours. He took it very personally that Gus and I left a- Ajax. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think they ended that friendship. And he then took over my position and told me that I would never be eligible to work there again if I left, which that part sucked. But the other part of it was uh, Bernie was a vice president and there was another dude who was a vice president. They were both cool guys. Uh, but Bernie kind of, the other guy, they offered me vice presidency of the company, but they said I'd have to stop making Red versus Blue. I said I had to choose between the company or Rooster Teeth because it was dividing my focus, and yeah. so I, I did. I'm I'm trying to imagine the alternate dimension where Jeff did not do that and was like at the call center, <laughs> like what you what you'd be doing right now. Uh, I'd probably be doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty successful business. Yeah, it's a very successful <laughs> oh, okay. business. I mean, they, so I sometimes wonder if I made the right choice. They have <laughs> they, like we were in like on the ground floor of a business that got really huge. Yeah, really, really huge. Yeah. Did, did very well. Yeah, but you got you were on the they ground were, floor for a different business. Yeah, no, no. It, for it, sure. this, this one is more ours than that. That one ever, ever could have been. been. I I do have these moments like when I was getting ready for this podcast. I was like, oh yeah, Gus and Jeff are like, yeah, I get to be on a podcast with two of like my kind of childhood friends, and also Brian's gonna be there, and uh, <laughs> he's cool. So I'm glad you guys came over here. Yeah, yeah. it's nice and right. It was with a, you guys. Yeah, God, that was it was rough. Like you talk about the early days, we're getting like six dollars an hour, like eight dollars an hour. Like I mean, there was. There was times when like I didn't have money for food. It was just like mm-hmm. so I'm gonna order a yeah. pizza tonight, and this will be my dinner tomorrow and the day after. Like I'm gonna eat a little bit of the pizza and just like keep it in my fridge. We were to, like, all space it out. We were all so broke that we would have to stop people from taking the free food at work home, or like the free sodas, the and free the sodas and like snacks and shit. Like, Man. dude, you can't do that. We <laughs> yeah, like we ended up having to put a, a a soda vending machine in, but we sold the company sold the sodas at cost. Yeah, so it's like they weren't making money on it, but it's like it just you had to. Have, have something otherwise people were just taking like, people just coming on home. Sundays and just clean the place out yeah I did that when I worked in a movie theater in college like I had no money because yeah it was like minimum wage and I would just eat popcorn you know <laughs> yeah. like, just sort of you know there were things we could have from the concession stand and like that was many a meal I'm, I'm sure there was a, a period in time where like the smell of popcorn probably just turned your stomach for a while. Oh yeah, that. that and Rico's cheese. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I still kind of like it in a way, in a weird way. What's funny to me about Rico's cheese is they sell it at HEB in that giant metal tub. Big old fucking thing. It's yeah. like who needs like a gallon of Rico's that cheese? That was liquid gold in a movie theater. Yeah, <laughs> liquid gold. People uh-huh. loved it. All right. Well, I feel like uh, it's it's time. We got to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, we're gonna see you guys next week. Like I said, we'll be in a temporary location for a little while while we get the new place. That's just. Right over there, settled. Uh, but we'll be back same time. It's different, different, slightly different look. Yeah. Uh, we'll I, see you all then. And I, will, I probably won't be you here because be there'll there. be somebody better. I don't know who. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll do an old man podcast or something. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.